For over 10 years, VOC Nation has taken listeners behind the scenes of the greatest moments in pro wrestling history. Our hosts are not only experts on the business, but have lived in the business. Subscribe and hear weekly podcasts from hosts like legendary pro wrestling journalist Bill After, former Impact Wrestling star Wes Briscoe, former WWE and AWA broadcaster Ken Resnick, former WWE and TNA star Shelly Martinez, former WCW star The Maestro, NWA legend The Raging Bull Manny Fernandez, and much more. VOC Nation programming is free on most major podcasting apps, including iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and Radio.com. And video podcast and bonus content is available on Patreon for as low as $3 a month. What are you waiting for? Head to VOCNation.com and dig into the most comprehensive podcast network built for pro wrestling fans. Find us on Facebook and Instagram at VOC Nation Wrestling Network and follow us on Twitter at VOC Nation.
Welcome, everyone, to WCW Retro. This is the place to be, folks. We talk about past, present, future professional wrestling, but so much more. I'm your host for the evening, Pop Stro, the maestro of wrestling. Great to be here with you guys uh, on this Thursday. Uh, tonight's topic, uh, as you heard at uh, the top of the hour, is other than the American Dream, Dusty Rhodes. If you've got a favorite Dusty Rhodes story, a moment you want to share, call in. Call in at 914-338-1885. Once again, that number is 914-338-1885. Tonight's Dusty Rhodes night. So we'll be talking about the American Dream, Dusty Rhodes. Lots to talk about. First off, I just got to say before we dive in that uh, Dr. Britt Baker and Thunder Rosa took over the wrestling world last night, literally. Their main event, AEW Dynamite, uh, hands off one of the one of the greatest main events uh, I've seen on television in quite some time. And hats off uh, to my wrestling family and, and those ladies. Uh, they took over. Pretty much just took over the wrestling world. Uh, it was amazing. Amazing match that had. And uh, uh, hats off to them and all the hard work and uh, all the respect for Dr. Britt Baker and uh, Dr. Rosa. Man, incredible. Just incredible. Incredible match last night. Dynamite. But with that, uh, before we get to the callers and talk Dusty Rose tonight, I'll make shout-outs, if you will. Um, first off, uh, Lost in the Funhouse podcast on uh, YouTube. Just look on, just type in Lost in the Funhouse on the YouTube search. My friends Greg Rowe, Blondie, and Antler Hill. Um, always uh, great people and a very enjoyable podcast to listen so please give them some love. Uh, also, uh, Masters of Ring Entertainment, mastersofringentertainment.com. Uh, Fish of Special Friends, fishofspecialfriends.com. Uh, also, I'd like to um, also give my condolences uh, to a passing of a good friend that was very heavily involved with uh, Masters of Ring Entertainment, my good friend, uh, Jeremy Lawson. Uh, great guy, kind soul, and my heartfelt condolences are with his uh, family and friends. Uh, also, uh, I'm in uh, check out the Dust series, which I starred as chief, uh, all three seasons at Avail TV, AvailFilms.com, uh, A V A I L Films.com, or on their YouTube at YouTube.com slash Dust Series. I'll be on set soon for the upcoming film called. The Devil's Daughter, which is a Harlequin origin story, which you can check out more updates at facebook.com slash Daughter, And I'll be starring as Dr. Jeremy Arkham in that film. And I just got off set this past weekend uh, for a couple of shorts with uh, Tales from Echo Lake from Sick Flick Productions, which you'll be looking out for them soon as well. Um, for some... If you're into horror and uh, some dark humor, uh, you should really enjoy these. I mean, it was a, very, a big pleasure to be a part of. Thank you to Six Flick Productions for having me. That oh, was a great time. Um, also, Sense of Iniquity, a horror film I'll be starring in later on this year. Be look out for which I star as an ancient vampire named Alba in that film. I uh, can check out some updates at facebook.com slash Stench of Iniquity. It's like it sounds all together. No space. And I will be also this weekend uh, 
Sunday, actually, in XWW pay-per-view event, internet pay-per-view event, Extreme World Wrestling, called Survival 2021, in which uh, you can check out. The pre-show is 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and the show itself starts at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And for more information and to how where to watch the internet pay-per-view this Sunday, uh, go to Extreme TV Online. That's X-T-R-E-M-E. TV online altogether, extremetvonline.com, and to, to check it out. And I hope you guys enjoyed this Sunday uh, for sure. And tomorrow night um, on my horror sci fi show, uh, The Stroh Zone, at 12, uh, 12 midnight Eastern Standard Time, uh, the feature will be Phantom, the Phantom from a Thousand Leagues from the 50s. So please tune in for that as well on my Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash strothemaestro all together. So please tune in. And with that, uh, we and enjoy all the great podcasts right here on VOCNation.com. Uh, in the room every Tuesday night at 9. Uh, Wrestling with History every Wednesday, 9.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Silly uh, Martinez every Wednesday, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Of course, WCB Retro every Thursday at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, Wrestling with Problems, uh, Sassy Steph, Briscoe and Big Ace, um, uh, The Raging Bull, Manny Fernandez every Friday. And and plus all the great podcasts we got here at VOCNation.com. Uh, check us out. You can look, you can check them all out and all the scheduled times at VOCNation.com. Support us on Wrestling Tees, Pro Wrestling Tees, rather, at ProWrestlingTees.com slash VOC Nation. Support us by your favorite VOC Nation t-shirt, including WCW Retro and one of yours truly, the Four Faces of Stro. So, uh, and proceeds to help benefit our network. So please uh, buy your VOC Nation t-shirt today. And with that, we take our first commercial break. Come back, we'll get to the callers and talk the American Dream, Dusty Rhodes. Right here on WCW Retro, and we'll we'll lead into uh, our commercial with Betty Guerrero. We'll be right back, folks. Stick with us. Total Package, Lex Luger, you're listening to the VOC Nation. Don't miss out. Check out In the Room every Tuesday night at 9. Listen in. Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks, former WCW star Stro Maestro, Kathy Fitz, Matt Grimm. And you and Ray are there too, right, Ray? We sure are, and we've got great guests like Lex Luger, AJ Styles, Taku, and more. It's a heck of a party. Plus, I didn't get thrown off uh, buildings. And then uh, pregnant. I didn't get pregnant either. Sometimes I think it gets so ridiculous. We were getting into, like, snuff film territory there. In the room. 9 p.m. Eastern on VOC Nation. Wrestling with History, the voice of choice, and Killer Ken Resume. When I die, they're going to open me up and find about 2,000 undigested Northwest Airline cheese omelets. Mr. Chris Cruz, what's going on? 
Jesus, how did I get roped into this? General Adnan went to school with Saddam Hussein. He cried, I cried, he cried, and who could have Adnan lost a lot of family in the Iraqi war. Everybody loves Granny. Wow. Yeah, see, a lot of people don't know that. Yes, Taylor, you guys are busting me up. Catch Wrestling With History with Ken Resnick and I live on VOCNation.com Wednesday nights at 9.30 Eastern Time or listen to the podcast by searching VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. Stadium Journey, the worldwide leader in stadium reviews for the traveling sports fan, is proud to present the Stadium Journey podcast on VOC Nation. Join us as we talk with prominent figures from around the sports world to discuss issues pertaining to sports travel and stadiums around the globe. New episodes air on VOC Nation Wednesdays at 6 p.m. Join Paul Baker, Dave Cartney, Mark Viquez, Dan Calachico, and guests from throughout the sports world on the Stadium Journey podcast on VOC Nation. Each and every Thursday night, check it out. WCW star Stro Maestro takes you on a journey. It's WCW Retro. Talking old school match of the week. Talking dream matches. Taking your calls and looking back on an incredible career of acting, entertaining, and wrestling. Check it out. VOCNation.com. WCW Retro. Be sure to call in Thursday nights, 9 Eastern, on the VOC Nation Radio Network. Rock and Roll Union and North Step Productions, in conjunction with Boo Ray Atlantic City, proudly present Jersey Shore Jam 2. May 15th. Featuring As We Become Ghosts and Rat Rod. It's been a long, cold winter, and now it's time to rock. Also appearing, the Rock and Roll Union house band, Shades of Grey, playing all of your favorites from the 60s to now. All COVID regulations will be in place. Tickets are available at eventbrite.com and are extremely limited, so get them before they run out. Doors open at 6 and showtime is at 7. Rat Rod, As We Become Ghosts, and Shades of Grey. Jersey Shore Jam 2, May 15th at Boo Ray, 201 South New York Avenue, Atlantic City. Did I mention there's free parking? Don't miss it. Yo, this is Jerry Stein of the Nasty Boys. Yeah, Brian Knobs here. You get ready to get nasty? Well, listen to the VOC Nation, baby, because it's about to get nasty all around and up on this mother. Get ready. Nasty Sensation is coming at you. The worldwide leader in entertainment. This is the VOC Nation Radio Network. Welcome back to WCW Retro. Great to have you guys with us. Uh, Papa Stroh here is your host. Um, pleasure as always. Uh, anytime uh, you guys like to call in tonight, it's live WCW Retro podcast. Where we're talking Dusty Rose, the American Dream. You can do so at 914-338-1885. Once again, the number is 914-338-1885. And let's get to it. Uh, we have, I think we, oh my goodness, we have uh, Kathy Fitzpatrick from In the Room. Right here, so let's, let's, let's talk to Cassie. Hey, Welcome back to WCW Retro. How you doing? Good, good. Oh, goodness. How's it going up your way? 
wet. Very oh, wet. Going up your way. Oh, very wet with rain. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Yeah, uh, we were expecting a storm here in the Carolinas, but uh, so far it's I haven't really done anything up my way yet. Hopefully it'll go around us, but, you know, fingers crossed, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Always happens, you know, straight up the coast. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. For sure. Uh, yeah, that's nice. Dusty Roads night, man. Uh, gosh, so many uh, memories of the American dream. Uh, do you have any favorites you want to share with us? Do you like to share? Well, one was always fun <clears throat> when uh, he was with, he came in to work with Ring of Honor in Philadelphia. Oh, right. And I was driving him. <clears throat> and oh, wow. he was just telling stories, and my niece and I are sitting there. And he's, you know, he goes, uh, to my niece, he goes, this probably is boring you. And she's like, no, it's great. <laughs> and then we went, we flew down to uh, Impact, and he was there. And oh, wow. he was just so sweet and joking around with us and everything. And, you know, um, ladies, ladies, how you been? What's going on? And you came back down to the uh, real country, you know? And we're like, yeah, okay, that's, yeah. But <laughs> <laughs> always, always a gentleman, always a nice guy, always. Oh, man. And his matches were incredible. I, you know that. Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, Charisma personified. I, I don't think. I mean, when you look up the definition of charisma, you have to see Dusty Rhodes' face smiling. You know, and it's just, <laughs> yeah. he just personified charisma. And that's something you you really can't teach, as far as being yeah. professional wrestlers. Charisma, you either you have it, or you don't. You know. Well, he was just. I mean, his matches in the ring were incredible. Uh, his matches with Flair, with Tully, with, you know, when he teamed with Magnum and Steamboat. And it was just so enjoyable to watch. And then when he was with uh, in WWE and he was Sapphire and everything, he was just amazing, amazing. Yeah, ab- absolutely. Absolutely. I I'd say I used to get a kick uh, years ago of, have, of watching him uh, sing back up with uh, Willie Nelson at yeah. one of his concerts. Because <laughs> I mean, he, he was a huge Willie Nelson fan, and I mean, to see them like singing on stage, it was just amazing. Yeah, just, just, yeah, you, know, you can't describe Dusty as, I mean, except an amazing person. What what kind of music did you guys listen to when you were traveling? I was just curious. <laughs> we really didn't. We just talked old school stuff. Oh, right on. I was just curious. That's all we did was talk old tra- school stuff. Oh, right on. Right on. That's so cool. I, I remember seeing him, uh, him and Magnum at the Great American Bash, and they were they also got on stage. Uh, uh, with like David Allen Cole and <laughs> wow, up near, it was just uh, amazing. And it was them, the Rock and Roll Express, getting on stage, just jamming out, singing, back up, and and you know, that was the same night that you know Ric Flair made the entrance of the helicopter with his match oh, and get okay, a call yeah. off for the title. Uh, it, like the outdoor arenas he used to have with the bash and everything. Oh, it was, it was amazing. Yep. Yeah. 
and, and that was Dusty's. That was old, that whole idea was Dusty's concept. That and you know the war games. And, I mean, he had such a mind, great mind for the business. You know, some of the, uh, you know, you sit back and watch him fight Nikita and then team with Nikita. Yeah. You know. That was amazing. The superpowers. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. That, that was that was incredible. That, that was right after you know Mag T got in his accident, unfortunately. Yes. And uh, wow. And and Dusty was a you know he was a big uh, supporter of Magnum and uh, at at that time and man I mean and a lot of people think that Ma- it, you know Magnum would eventually become the guy in NWA. Yeah. You know he had that match. Of, he had a match of Ric Flair for the title etched in for Starcade that year. And they believed it was going to be Magnum's moment, you know. Yeah, unfortunately, that's the accident. But I, I remember those best of seven matches that Magnum had with Nikita Koloff, was, which was pretty amazing. And, uh, you know, Dusty, you know, he Dusty set all that up, man. He was, uh, like I said, he was just involved in the ring as he was behind the scenes making things happen. Mm-hmm. And he helped out a lot of a lot of people, including a lot of your stars today. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, both his sons. You know. Mhm. Right. Look how incredible they are. You know. Oh, oh gosh, yes. Yeah. I and, remember uh, there was a. I know you have to. <clears throat> uh-huh. There was an independent show that Dustin was on up here for us years ago in Wildwood. Mhm. And. <clears throat> They wanted him, there was a question about something, I forget what it was, and he's like, um, hold on a second. And he walked over and he called his dad, and he asked his dad what he should do. And his dad told him, and he turned around to the promoter and he says, um, no. My dad said I shouldn't. <laughs> yeah. And the promoter looked at him and he went, and I just looked at the guy like, are you even going to think about questioning Dusty? Serious. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> and the guy went, No, I went, Good idea. Right. You know, Dusty were alive today, he'd be so proud of Cody and Dustin for what they've done with AEW. I mean, gosh, it's amazing. Oh, yeah. What what they've done with that promotion. Oh, definitely. Uh I, <laughs> a funny story, Kat, I was going to tell you about uh, I, I was having dinner with Dusty one time And Dusty was offering me cheesecake, right? And, uh, you know, I, I accepted, of course, out of respect And uh, even though I was, like, still full from dinner, right? I couldn't, like, eat uh-huh. much more <laughs> I saw Lex over there, Lex Luger And I said, Lex, would you like some of this? And he looked at me like, you're kidding me, right? <laughs> yeah. And I looked at I said, look, you big goof it's from the dream. You're going to turn on the dream's cheesecake, right? <laughs> and he looked at Dusty, and he went to commence to eating away of the cheesecake. <laughs> oh, man. Great stuff. But, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Dusty was just great in so many ways. You know what I mean? He, and he helped a lot of people. I mean, you mentioned his sons. 
um, and, you know, like Seth Rollins, he helped Seth, he helped Sasha Banks, he helped a lot, of, a lot of you, like top stars today, you know. Yeah. You know, I remember like <clears throat> when he was at Ring of Honor that time. Everybody just sat there and you know, and he yelled court, and he just sat there and talked. And then he went, "Oh well." Wow. All right, guys. And then it was like the parting of the Red Sea. Everybody went back to their corners and got ready and talked over their everything. <laughs> and uh, <clears throat> I remember when I took him up at the hotel and I was like, um, hi, sir. You know, my name's Kathy. And he goes, no, it's Dusty. I'm like, yes, sir. <laughs> he goes, no, it's Dusty. I went, yes, sir. Oh, man. Well, you know, Dusty was the one, him and Regal were the ones that uh, – Started putting an idea in my head to become Gorgeous George the Third years ago. Really? And yeah, it was after one of my WCW matches, and uh, they both took me to the office, and uh, you know, they would like my style and mannerisms of that, the original Gorgeous George, and they were going to put me in a feud with Johnny B. Bad, kind of like his arch nemesis at the time, which okay. would have been great. I was all, and it almost happened, and and it, 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 that got the ball rolling and, and at the time I had no idea of my relation to the original gorgeous stores I had no clue but they they started the ball the idea right and then uh, my grandfather was the one that smart me up and told me that gorgeous stores was actually my granduncle right that's it bizarre. freaked me out it, it, it's so weird how things work out like that right so oh, but yeah it was dusty that. yeah dusty <laughs> almost made it happen the few with Johnny B. Bad I was looking forward to it and um, that it, and it, the ideas was in, you know, in place for that. So I mean, but uh, who knows, right? <laughs> what could have been? Yeah, you, know? you never know. But uh, gorgeous George, I, I took the gorgeous George the third moniker all out of respect for the family. I took it all over the place, um, wrestling different territories, different parts of the world. So you know, but that that was uh, Dusty man. He was the one that started it, and I mean Dusty. He really helped us out with the maestro too. He was a big supporter of the maestro thing at WCW. So I mean, oh, good. so I owe a lot to I owe a lot to Dusty. I really do because I mean, even I even going to see him in Florida Championship Wrestling as a kid to get into business later on. And I mean, he, even back then he was helping me out. He was the one that introduced me to Andre the Giant. I don't know if you you probably heard the Andre the Giant story, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. Well, he. Uh, I'm I'm in the parking lot. I'm going to see Dusty right at somewhere near Tampa because my go see my aunt and uncle lives in Tampa. And Andre pulls up in the parking lot with his head above the car. You know he had that bushy hair and he just yeah. long got offset for being the, the Sasquatch for the six million dollar man. You know what I mean? It's Lee, yes. Major, Lee Majors. <laughs> and I'm I'm terrified because he's like the biggest human being I've seen in my life. He still is actually. <laughs> still yeah. is all the big guys I've seen. Andre's still the biggest. So he's coming towards me, and I'm scared to death. And uh, Dusty comes over at the time, I think, and he's saving my life, right? <laughs> but he's the one that induced me to Andre. He said, hey, kid, it's cool. Hey, Andre, say hello to him, baby. Man, uh, Andre sticks his big paw down and says, how do you do, right? And <laughs> I reach to shake his hand. My hand totally disappears, right, because his hands are ginormous. And I'm like, fine, sir. How are you? Like, I could barely talk, you know. I freaked out. But he was so cool. Andre is really nice. And it was because of Dusty that I got to meet Andre. And uh, to this day, you know, it's, wow. It's, 
it's you'll think about it until later on how much someone really influences your life one way or another and, mm-hmm. and Dusty. Dusty in inadvertent ways has has been a big influence on me, right? So <laughs> the way that works out. Well, it's funny. One of the first matches I ever watched, <clears throat> it was a tag team with Rock and Roll against uh, Ivan and Nikita. Right. Then the second match on the show was a bunkhouse match with Steamboat, Magnum, and Dusty. Oh, my God. Against wow. Flair, Tully, and I think Arn. Wow, the who's who at the time. Wow. And I, that that was like, I'm watching, I'm like, okay, I like this. That was my first That's match I ever watched. Oh, that must have been amazing. And I just wow. like stood there and, you know, then later on, I, you know, <clears throat> met Brett and Shari and, you know, anytime traveling with Shari, you know, you got to meet Statfire and, you know, I knew Liz and, you know, Dusty and Randy and Kurt and all those guys, you know. Oh, man, what what a crew. <laughs> exactly. What a crew oh, my God. That's tremendous. We uh we we're we're being joined now uh by uh Steve and Mr. Hollywood. Uh say hello to Kathy guys. Uh we're talking Dusty How you Rose doing? tonight. How you doing? How you doing, Publisher Mike hey. and, and hello to your guests and Steve and everybody's on the line. Hello. Yeah. yeah I just wanna Kathy I just wanna from in the room every, this is Kathy from in the room every uh Tuesday night in BFC Nation. Yeah. Say hello. Okay, and nice to meet you, Kathy. Nice to meet you. Hi, how are you? Um, yeah, I have some questions for Kathy. No, go for it. Uh, how long have you been a driver for wrestling uh, shows? Longer than I want to admit. Yeah. <laughs> um, right. Many, many um, years. Wow. I can only imagine how great the ROH shows were and Dusty was there. Like, um, was Steve Carino working there at the time when you were driving Dusty there? Yes, Steve's a very good dear friend of mine. <laughs> wow. Yeah, because I, uh, yeah, they had a really good feud at ECW and elsewhere, and they even worked in Japan at one point. And then, um, um, I heard Carino talk about Dusty. And he said that he listened to Bob Dylan, and that was like something that I didn't know about. It was pretty cool. That's why I was telling Stro earlier to ask you about the music y'all would listen to. Yeah, we just chatted. That's we just yeah. talked old school stuff. And then um, I was listening to Corny talk about Dusty, and he thought that Dusty must have been a Parliament Funkadelic fan, and I was like, what? I didn't even think about that. <laughs> Oh man, he, he likes some soul and blues, man. That was Dusty, dude. Oh, he was great. Um, that funny Cornette story, uh, you brought it up, Steve. You, you guys will enjoy it. Cornette was plugging with Shivani an upcoming episode of World Championship Wrestling, right? And then uh, <laughs> Cornette was sitting along the lines, yeah, this show's going to be hotter than the space shuttle catching on fire, right? And, oh. uh, the, and the cameras, the cameras sank to the ground. <laughs> And the Dusty comes from behind the curtain, puts his arm around Jimmy and says, Hey kid, we can't 
be talking about no rocket ship blowing up on TV, baby. We can't be doing that. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> wow. Oh, this is terrible. Uh, um, uh, Mike, I got to say something about Dusty. Yeah, go ahead, man. Go for yeah, it. I got to I got to talk about some memorable moments about Dusty Rose. One moment I like about Dusty Rose is when Dusty Rose defeated Rick Flair with the NWA World Heavyweight Title. That was that was a moment I will never forget. Um, oh, that was big, two, yeah. That was big. He became the World Heavyweight Champion. And number two, the Midnight Riders. Him and Magnum T. Oh, who did forget the Midnight Riders? Yeah. yeah. Midnight Riders, and last but not least, last but not least, uh, Scott Hall, Scott Hall, NWO Scott Hall, he's in the ring, I'll never get it. He said, ladies and gentlemen, we have the newest member of the NWO. He is the American Dream, Dusty Rose. Well, that was wild. Say it ain't so. (laughs) Wow. What a bombshell. That was a Mm, bombshell. Yeah, it sure was. It kind of reminded me back in the days when him and Dick, Dick, him and Dick Murdoch were uh, the Texas Outlaws. Remember, remember that, yeah. Kathy? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Dick Murdoch always scared me. He just scared me. <laughs> he was a wild man. <laughs> yeah, I heard he was crazy. Ben and his brand talked about it. Like, that worked with them in Japan. <laughs> yeah. Wow. You know, they had a cameo. They had a uh, bit in the uh, the original wrestler movie. Really? Uh, before, yeah, uh, it was. I think it was with uh, Professor Tanaka. They were in this bar scene, and Tanaka and his partner got into a bar fight with Dusty and uh, Murdoch. <laughs> oh, it, it was quite, yeah, it was quite hysterical. Rick, Rick Flair was in it back when he was, you know, younger, you know, and heavier, right? And uh, it, was, it was pretty cool. You know, you mentioned uh, Ric Flair. I heard that Rick wanted to be uh, Ramblin' Ricky Rhodes originally. Yes. Before right. he became the nature of Ramblin' Ricky Yeah, Rhodes. I remember that. Right. Right. Yeah. Pretty interesting. That would have changed everything, wouldn't it? <laughs> right. <laughs> Uh, thank goodness Dusty talks some sense. No, Ricky, you you just be yourself, baby. <laughs> you be the nature boy. You be the nature boy. <laughs> you got him down pat, Maestro. You got him down pat. He was so infectious. Every time you're around him, you couldn't help but talk like him. It was it was fantastic. I mean, he was this amazing guy. Yeah, you were. Ni- and like Kathy said, such a nice gentleman too. Really nice dude. Yes. Um, since Kathy is on, did you ever drive with uh, Cody or Dustin? Oh, I drove tons with Dustin. <laughs> and I did drive Cody, his wife, and um, Barry Wyndham to a convention one day. Oh wow. And Cody was talking to Dustin on the phone. And all of, I remember Dustin, he like put it on speaker and he goes, oh yeah, some some lady named Kathy's driving us. And he went, uh, Kath, what's your last name? And I went, tell your brother to shut up. Just tell your brother to shut up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and Dustin was picking on me about something. I'm like, thanks. Appreciate it, Dustin. Thanks. <laughs> Uh, 
Uh, uh, Dustin's a riot, man. Oh, man, he's he, he cracks me up yeah. so much. I was watching, I was looking for some Dusty in Japan, and I was surprised that I found some early Dustin from, like, 1990, and he actually worked Japan as Fifth Year Junior, which I didn't know. He, like, oh, uh, yeah. worked the match with Davey Boy as a junior. Wow. Oh, man, yeah, my story, you know, I'm only I love a Dusty Rose. You remember when the four horsemen broke on Dusty's ankle and he'd wear that boot, steel toe boot? Oh, yeah, the reinforced yeah. Boot, yeah. white boot. Yeah, wear, the reinforced yeah. boot, he was he was cleaning house, cleaning house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he oh, was cleaning man. house without a broom and a dust fan. I, right, I know. Oh, no. man, I'm, go ahead. That was a sweet-looking boot, too. I wanted, like, to get a copy, a replica of the boot. That was pretty sharp-looking at the time. Yep. Oh, man, that's that's nice. <laughs> well, he, he did a, I think he did a number on Chili Blanchard, too, with that boot. Oh, Dustin gosh, him and Tully, been, what a few they had. Oh, my God. Dusty and Tully. Oh, ugly. ugly. Can't forget about Baby Doll. Oh, man. The the saga of Baby Doll with those two. <laughs> oh. Mm. Yeah, that was really <laughs> something. <laughs> really something. I was there. I was, I was at the ranch, the Nelson Royal Ranch, the one where she took the horse and took off from Dusty. And then Dusty was in the campfire crying the blues to Nelson Royal. About the, yeah. Baby Duff stole my credit card. <laughs> she took <laughs> off my horse. <laughs> and Nelson, there, 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 Dusty. It will be okay. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh, man. Yeah. Classic. That's definitely a classic. Dusty, Dusty. The perfect 10, man. Baby Duff. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Dusty went to rescue her, calling her the Jezebel Lady of the Evening, baby. <laughs> yeah. He sure did. He sure did, didn't he? Now you, now you sound just like Dusty. Oh, my goodness. What a few, man. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it was. But baby, baby doll, she got what she oh, She hooked up with Dusty Rose, though, didn't she? For a minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I guess he won the services of Baby Doll from Tully at one point. I think yeah. that's what it was. Yeah, yeah, I think that's what it was. Yeah, I think I think that's how it worked out. Yeah, and that's when yeah, he that's... stayed with him for a while, then took off with his horse <laughs> and left him. I <laughs> know, uh, right? Oh, wow! Well, Goodness gracious! David Dahl and Dusty Rose, the American Dream. Oh man, I, I remember the feud he had with Kevin Sullivan years ago in Florida, right? Yeah. And he would call Kevin Kevin Sullivan the devil, right? And uh, wow, and they had a oh man, what a feud they had in Florida! It was crazy. It was just as intense as him and Tully. Wow, because Sullivan was out there, man. He did some crazy yeah, he stuff. Was. Yeah, yeah, he was. And he was Kevin is out there. Right. I was listening to a Dusty shoot interview, and he said that people really thought he was uh, either Satan or Satanist because, like, he said that there was actual, like, Satanists in the front row or, like, a cultist or whatever. Like, oh, yeah. devotees of Kevin, apparently. <laughs> it, was, it was 
really wild. And like he mentioned the golden spikes and how you would have it in a box before he used it. It's crazy. I remember Kevin Kevin telling the story about him and Purple Haze wearing the robes in the grocery store. And <laughs> the looks they would get when they were shopping. In the robes. Oh. <laughs> wow. Oh my god. That's tremendous. They had a they had a cage match one time, I think it was uh when he was the midnight writer and versus Lucifer. And it was like Sullivan and Dusty under the hoods, right? <laughs> that was crazy. Yeah, classic, classic, definitely classic. And 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 the whole time, and it's funny because Kevin said the whole time he never mentioned Devil once, but people thought he was the Devil, right? You know what I mean? And his <laughs> yeah, I was. Uh, that was one interview I really enjoyed. From in the room was the Kevin interview when he mentioned the fertility god. Yeah, and his, yeah. And his promos. Yeah. Wow. Remember the time he he uh, threw ink and Dusty's sister on live TV? That was uh well, that was a while back, but yeah, it, uh, Kevin Dusty was uh, getting this championship, well, just some special award, right? And his sister was there, so and uh, Kevin just went through the crowd and just threw ink. Through ink in her face, right? Wow. And wow, a lot of heat, yeah. yeah that's pretty, um, pretty gruesome. <laughs> I got to. Oh, uh, yeah, that. that mm, tense. <laughs> tense. I got to uh, chat with Kevin for a little bit. I remember him talking about clapping Luna. Like, I'm sure that was a shock back then. Like, oh, yeah, Luna. He, yeah. He's pretty much the guy that started her whole whole ordeal, you know what I mean? Luna Vachon, right? Back yeah. then. Because that's when right. she's had to, she she create her look, right? And, and he did a deal where he had to, like, uh, strike her to get some heat. And he, Kevin says that, uh, he remember her te- telling him, I said, you better, you better lay it, <laughs> you better make it count if I don't, I'm going to get up and kick your ass. Right? <laughs> uh, <laughs> she would. Yeah. So, yeah, I thought that was pretty interesting. <laughs> oh my gosh! But yeah, what a few Dustin Kevin had. Oh my god! And Dusty was like the man in Florida for like the longest time before he came over to the, like the Mid Atlantic area and everything. Yeah, I remember. Sure. Did you ever work with the the Grams in Florida? Yeah, oh yeah, I've been on quite a few or was shows. That them. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was. I was younger then, but then I got like you know, my grand was behind the scenes there in WCW too. So, and and well, he right. was like part time wrestling. He, he would do some wrestling part time and do behind the scenes, and then eventually it was a full time behind the scenes. So, because he was doing the whole squeegee man thing, if you recall, in WCW. Wow. Yeah. But yeah, I've, I've I've always I've been uh, yeah my Graham fans from him and his dad Eddie and him and Steve Kern him and Steve Kern were like one of one of my first favorite tag teams back then they were they were really good together. Um, did you work with? 
So mm-hmm. you, was Dusty was Dusty a booker or just creative when you were working with them, like, at one point? Oh, off and on. I mean, I've been on shows where he's I mean, been wrestling. I've been on shows where he was behind the scenes. Uh, doing it, it, so at it, various times, you know what I mean? But um, but every, I mean, Dusty was always great. I, every time Dusty Russell was the show I'm on, I, it, it, it was, I knew it was going to be good. Because, I mean, Dusty, Dusty was like magic to be around. He really was. Like, like Kathy said, he was infectious. <laughs> you know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah, um, is it safe to say he would have been working with Cody in in Georgia and uh, working with AEW if he uh, stayed around, stayed alive? Oh yeah, absolutely. Oh, Dusty'd be right there in the middle of the mix, yeah. And and to think what he could be showing a lot of a lot of the younger talent now would be amazing. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's uh, Cause he... that's something I wish I could have asked him uh, if I ever got the chance to meet him was like about working with developmental talent because um, I remember meeting uh, Ambrose uh, before he became Moxley again. Um, I asked him about FCW and his work with Regal, and he said that was mainly Dusty and. He got his he got his Dean Ambrose name from Dusty because James Dean was just pretty interesting how influential Dusty was uh, in developmental. I mean, just recently, um, Sasha Banks, in her interview with Steve Austin, uh, credited a lot of her boss style to Dusty and and how Dusty would call her baby girl all the time. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah baby, he said, "Baby girl, you the boss." Don't let no one tell you this. Yeah. <laughs> she said, like, he was the only one that got it. The right. The Banks character. The boss, yeah. yeah. Good stuff, man. I mean, Dusty, Dusty's helped out more than people than a lot, a lot of us realize, you know, including yours truly. Yeah. I mean, he, he did a lot for me, man. I owe I, the world to him. I really do. He stuck up with me. He stuck up for me where a lot of a lot of others didn't. If you know what I mean. Right. Which really meant a lot. Because he, 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 like he's, you know, we mentioned just a little earlier. He, he gets it on on certain things more than the rest because he had such a creative mind. Yeah. Well, it was funny when uh, <clears throat> Steve Carino did some shows with Dusty. It was like mm-hmm. you could see Steve like, oh, my God, you know, I, I, I'm working with Dusty. And he, yeah. besides being his idol, he was a friend. And Steve, mm-hmm. I remember Steve talking about the, the shows and everything. and <clears throat> And he just, you know... He was so honored to do it, you know. Right. And and like you know, like Steve mentioned, you know, Dusty, you know, he was that way wherever he went all over the world. He was such a charismatic figure, 
uh, whether it was with Vince, whether it was in Japan, whether it was the NWA. I mean, Dusty always was the – he always lit up a room, you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, now, if you think about it, when uh Ray Lloyd got married, Dusty was Ray's best man. Yeah, that's heavy. And now (laughs) they're doing, he's working with Cody, and it's obvious and true that the Red family don't forget, they don't forget, you know, people that helped them and did things with them, you know? Right. That's good. Yeah, that, that's true. You know, he, he helped Glacier. Um, if it weren't for Dusty's influence, DDP would have never vied for the world championship. Exactly. I mean, Dallas, Dallas has said that many times. No, Steve, you were say something. Sorry. Uh, it was interesting that. Um, he also came up with the Great American Bash pay-per-view and the War Games match as well. Oh, wow. Yeah. And uh, back then, that was uh, pretty much uh, revolutionary because, you know, up to that point, we, we haven't heard of a Great American Bash tour or, or a War Games-style match of that type until, you know, he created it, so... Uh, yeah, that was a uh, pretty innovative. <laughs> right. And now we have women's we have uh women's war games matches now, which is 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 you know and it's like evolving now. So but that all that's got started with Dusty's idea and concept. Well, what do you uh what do you think about the tag team tournaments that they do in NXT. Like, I haven't watched the recent ones, but that should be uh, kind of oh, interesting Rhodes. that they have a... The Dusty. Yeah, the, the Dusty Rhodes yeah. Classic Tournament. Oh, I, I love them. I've, I, since it's, they started the whole deal, I, I, I think that they're great. And it, it gives opportunity for new talent to emerge and to, you know, get that exposure. All right. And I love it. Like each each tournament, some somebody new actually wins it. You know, what I mean, it isn't like uh, you get a repetitive person win. It's yeah, over and over. And that, and look at look what happened with the women's uh, tag team tournament. Uh, they end up becoming the NXT tag team champions, right? <laughs> so. I mean, it's good stuff. Right. Amazing. Do you, you guys ever see the, the video bit that Regal talks about when he first met Dusty Rhodes at Center Stage in Atlanta? Yeah, I think I have it. Go ahead and retell it. Okay, well, is it, this is, he's, t- he's talking about he's sitting there in center stage, right? And he's uh, 
he got invited to, to Dusty's office, right? And Dusty's sitting there, and he, and he said, Dusty looked like a melted Sunday. And he had, a, he had a big guy behind his desk. And uh, all he tells Regal, he, he says, Stephen. <laughs> Call him Stephen, right? Stephen, I'm just like Whitney Houston. I got my own bodyguard. <laughs> Regal just looks at him like, no, I just said, okay. Hey, he just walks out the door, and that was it. <laughs> and that was the first time meeting Dusty. Oh, my goodness. He, he, he talks about telling Mick Foley that later on, and he said Mick Foley was laughing. <laughs> Back to Cactus, Cactus Jack. Oh, man. Classic. Good stuff. Did you hear about the Bad News uh, Allen story? Bad News Brown, rather, of Dusty in Japan? I might have to go ahead and I'm not sure which one yep. it was. Well, he's talking about one time he was uh, uh, tagging. I think Inoki was uh, Dusty's partner, right? And I forget who Bad News' partner was, right? And... Uh, they uh, Dusty got tagged in, right? And Dusty usually, you know, does his bonnet elbow comeback and everything, right? But uh, Bad News didn't like. He didn't. <laughs> he was feeding. He he just went there, started blasting Dusty even with the comeback, right? And then afterwards, they get you know had to get on the buses there in Japan, right, to travel. And Dusty gets on the bus, <laughs> crying. <laughs> Bad news, why you do that to the dream, baby? You made the dream cry, baby, and they'll come back. What's wrong? <laughs> 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 oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, funny stuff. But it was just, I, I think it was just bad news. It was a rib on bad news. Was all. He, he didn't really mean to, you know, pound Dusty. Was just, he just did it as a rib on Dusty because he usually does. Because he knows Dusty does his, you know, his bonnet gobo and everything and the flip flop fly and all that stuff. It's comic. <laughs> oh man, good stuff. But yeah, I, you know, to see if Dusty was alive today, you can you imagine like the different places he could have gone to and really helped elevate? I mean, it would be pretty amazing. Oh, I mean, seeing Dusty, if Dusty was alive today and to see the many places he could have gone today and to help elevate would have been pretty amazing. Oh, definitely. Um, either behind the scenes or in the ring, for sure. I, oh, man. I would have loved to have seen him work with uh, AEW, maybe be a Legends manager, kind of like an Arn Anderson. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, God, yeah. I mean, look what look at what Sting's doing now with Darby Allen. I think that's pretty cool. Yeah, I think that's been a good duo, and I, I really liked uh, seeing Dusty with uh, his sons against the Shield. That was a cool moment when he got to uh, elbow Dean. Oh God! That was a cool moment. I wish they God they could have done more of that too. I'm like, can you imagine? That was that was fire. And, uh, they had that Cody 
they had that Stardust Goldust feud. I really thought they should have paid it off at WrestleMania, but like they did that one match and had a, I think, weird finish. And I thought they should have had another match after that where Stardust won, but they definitely made up for it at a, at a AEW's All In or All Out pay per view. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, for sure. No, it's double or nothing. Actually, it's double or nothing. And uh, double nothing. They had that bloodbath. Oh gosh, yes. I would love to see Dusty on commentary for AEW. Oh my gosh, yes. That would have been great, <laughs> especially be like. Uh, <laughs> I would have loved to have seen him on commentary last night during the Thunder Rosa Brittany. Baker match. Oh, that'd be amazing. Mm. What a match. Oh, my God, what a match. That's probably one of the best main events I've seen in a long time from, from any promotion. Yeah, definitely. Just amazing. Delivered. Um. I'm looking. Um, I see this match on YouTube from '05. Apparently, um, Dusty and Abdullah had a match, and uh, Nick Foley was the referee. I didn't. I didn't see this before. Now it's pretty interesting. Oh, right on. Apparently, it was I know, North when Carolina. They, when they feuded uh, years ago, uh, oh my God, uh, Ab- this is before. I got to meet Abdullah and do stuff with him and everything. But uh, during that time, when I first saw Abdullah, man, man, he was terrifying. You know, (laughs) he was a monster. And you know, you you just, I just, your heart kind of wants to reach out to Dusty. You know what I mean? Because like, oh my god. (laughs) But um, uh, what what a great feud they had. Does Does Abby's voice take away the mystique for you? Because I've heard that because of his high pitched voice, they kind of like. Uh, <laughs> it throws you off. You right? don't expect it. Yeah. You walk around. How you doing, champ? <laughs> like, whoa. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Classic. I wonder. They, I wonder if Mick ever worked with Dusty. Worked a match against them. I want. He probably did at one point. You know what I mean? You would think he would have. I mean, I would but, um, love to check it out. Actually, if him and Dusty, oh, Mick and Dusty would have been great. Oh my God! Right, because um, the promos alone would have been great. Yeah, can you imagine? Oh. two of the best. I know he uh, he <laughs> years ago. Mick said uh, years ago, Jimmy r- ribbed him a lot about his elbow off the apron finish. <laughs> right. They used to do his cactus jack. <laughs> that was pretty funny. <laughs> oh, my gosh. But, yeah, God, Mick Foley and Dusty would have been epic. Oh, my God. I mean, like a, a full blown-out feud for those two. Oh, jeez. Amazing.
I've, I've seen some matches with uh, Dusty and Kamala that were really good, actually. Oh, I'm, I'm going to have to go back and watch those. It should be interesting. Oh, yeah. I mean, this is like during, you know, Kamala's prime, you know, when he got broke on the scene and everything. Do you know what um, territory that was? Oh, gosh. I don't know if it's the Mid-Atlantic Territory or the Florida one. I'll have to double-check, which it was one or the other, I think. Because uh, I want to say it's the Mid-Atlantic because uh, I saw Kamala later on wrestling Magnum TA for the uh, U.S. title. Back when Magnum was the U.S. champ. You know, the uh, cool thing about Undertaker's pay-per-view or WWE official WWE debut match was that he um, got to face off with Dusty Rhodes in that match. That's right. It was the Survivor Series, right? Yeah. So that's a pretty uh, big deal to be defeating Dusty Rhodes at that time. Oh, God, yeah. I was with Dusty there, Jimmy Snuka. I mean, wow. That was a big night. Oh, speaking of things, I did really enjoy getting to meet uh, your mentor, Ivan, Uncle Ivan. Because, uh, oh, Ivan. Yeah. And uh, I really liked talking to Ivan about his uh, coffin match with Dusty Rhodes because, like, I didn't know for a long time that that was the first ever uh, coffin casket match ever with, with Dusty. Right. And what a feud they had, Ivan and Dusty. Wow. I was uh, watching that match back, and I didn't realize that Dusty was doing two of the three falls matches, and that was, uh, I think that coffin match went to, like, four falls, I think, and there was, um, eventually was able to beat Ivan in that match, but it was pretty cool that he took part in that gimmick match, the first of its kind. Right, absolutely. Oh man, and you know, not a, not many people realize Dusty. You know, he did all the two out of three falls matches. He did the first the coffin match with Ivan, like you mentioned. He he'd go an hour quite a few times to Harley Race, Ric Flair, and uh, some of the greats of his time back then. I mean, he he and could, he could really go when he wanted to. He really could go. Yeah, you wouldn't think of it just based on his physique, but definitely the cardio, the endurance. And even before before it became the American Dream, when he was with the Outlaws with uh, Dick Murdoch, he was a heck of a heel, heck of a villain, man. Before then. Right. So, even I mean, history. That's right. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, that was, that was pretty wild. And, uh, oh, man, he was doing commentary for WCW. God, he was great. Oh, my gosh. I remember that he was doing commentary yeah. for the Benoit, Benoit Sullivan Falls County Anywhere match. And uh, right. he went that. to... Li- and when he went to the ladies' bathroom, he was throwing a fit. Like, They're in the ladies' bathroom. The ladies' bathroom. <laughs> 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 I 
Yeah, he, he got like a wave Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, oh, my God. Uh, Tremendous. I don't, I don't know what match it was, but I remember um, the Botchamania clips that I would watch, and like, they would play the sound by the going, he's got a bicycle. Bicycle, yeah. Because <laughs> it was like a hardcore match with someone with a bicycle. Yeah. Oh, man. Great stuff. <laughs> oh, classic. Yeah, Dusty was great. And what about the match uh, he had with uh, when Barry Windham first turned heel? With the bash, remember that? No, I'm going to have to go back and check that out, actually. That was the night that Ronnie Garvin turned heel on him. Oh, okay. And they were going to do a feud with him and Ronnie Garvin, but he, not long after, left the company. I think he went to WWE after that point. Ronnie Garvin did. I heard Jake's uh, favorite opponent was Ronnie. Yeah. But yeah, oh my gosh. And Dusty would eventually, uh, I think, no, this was, oh, oh, okay, okay. Uh, this was uh, Ford, I think, but uh, Dusty and Luger had a few for the U.S. title. Ended up at Starcade that one year. But, uh, yeah, good stuff. We're going to uh, uh, take another pause for the cause, a uh, commercial. When we come back, we'll be talking more Dusty Roads. So if the guys want to call in, the number is 914-338-1885. And uh, we'll get be back. We'll be talking more Dusty Roads right here on uh, WC Retro. So stay with us. This is Lance Storm, and if I can be serious for a minute, you're listening to VOC Nation Worldwide. VOC Nation is one of the longest-running wrestling podcast networks. Having started way back in 2010, VOC Nation provides daily streaming shows where fans have the ability to interact with their hosts and guests via phone calls, emails, and Twitter. VOC Nation hosts also include former backstage interviewer from both AWA and WWE, Ken Resnick, former WCW performer The Maestro, former Impact performer Wes Frisco, Pro Wrestling Illustrated contributor Brady Hicks, and former Philadelphia radio personality Bruce Works. VOC Nation's two most popular shows are Wrestling with History, featuring Ken Resnick and Bruce Works, streaming live on Wednesday nights at 9.30 p.m. Eastern, and In the Room, featuring Pro Wrestling Illustrated Brady Hicks and WCW alum The Maestro. Both shows take callers live during the show, and recent guests have included... General Adnan, Tito Santana, Haku, Earl Hebner, Dangerous Danny Davis, Jimmy Hart, Ricky Steamboat, Brodus Clay, and so many more. Archive free content includes past interviews with huge names like Paul Hogan, Jesse Ventura, Kurt Angle, Sting, Mick Foley, Joey Styles, Howard Finkel, and so many more. Listen live at VOCNation.com 
and subscribe to all the podcasts by searching VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. And be sure to follow these guys on Twitter at VOC Nation. This is your amiga, Shelly from Cali. To let you know, you can catch me here on VOC Nation for Shelly Live. You never know what the hell I'm going to be talking about. Sometimes I have guests. Sometimes I let you on in the cheese mess, spill a little tea. Sometimes I cry. You have to tune in to find out why. And I also take your calls. I love chatting with you guys and seeing what the hell you guys are thinking. So meet me here on the VOC Nation. Be there or be Rock and Roll Union for the past two years has been the place for rock and roll, new rock and roll, debuting rock and roll, and some of the old classics as well. We have welcomed guests from around the world, national artists and more. We have excited many people by our live events. We've welcomed everybody into the fold, and we continue to do so on a weekly basis. Guys, that is Rock and Roll Union, and that is what we do for you. Saturdays. 6 p.m. Eastern, VOCNation.com. Each and every Thursday night, check it out. WCW star Stro Maestro takes you on a journey. It's WCW Retro. Talking old school match of the week. Talking dream matches. Taking your calls and looking back on an incredible career of acting, entertaining, and wrestling. Check it out. VOCNation.com. WCW Retro. Be sure to call in Thursday nights. 9 Eastern on the VOC Nation Radio Network. The worldwide leader in entertainment. This is the VOC Nation Radio Network. Hi, guys. We're back with WCW Retro. Uh, just really Papa Stroh. Uh, we're talking Dusty Rose tonight. Um, oh, man, sharing so many great stories here, bringing back so many great memories. Uh, I'm here with uh, Steve and I'm being joined also by uh, our co-guest Skype caller. So let's see what this is. <laughs> it's like this Forrest Gump box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get, right? So, All right, 111. Welcome to WCW Retro. Hey, how you doing? Hey, Brian, welcome back, man. Hey, how's it going? <laughs> I'm doing pretty good. How y'all doing? Well, that's gr- great, great. We're just talking some Dusty Rhodes tonight, man. Do you have any cool Dusty Rhodes stories you want to share? Uh well, I've been thinking about that. You know, you know, I was thinking about that earlier today, and I'm gonna have to think a little bit longer because, uh, see, Dusty, when when uh, Dusty was wrestling, I was, you know, when he started out wrestling, you know, back when he wrestled Toad Blanchard, and when the when the uh, horseman uh, jumped him and everything. I was just a little kid, you know, I mean, I, you know, because I, I was born in 83. Uh, I mean, Dusty Rhodes, uh, I mean, I guess I can say more about Dusty Rhodes on his promos. Uh, the promos that he cut were just amazing. You know, uh, he he was amazing on the microphone. Um and you know, I know the the uh, hard hard knock. You know the hard knocks promo he cat I've seen on YouTube for. And uh, you know, I yeah, I guess I guess I'd have to say one of my favorite memories of Dusty was the match he had with uh, Tully Blanchard. It was the uh, 
bounty match inside a steel cage. I guess I'd have to say that was one of my best memories of uh, Dusty. Oh yeah, that was a good. That was a great one. And one one other memory of Dusty, I actually seen it on uh, Pluto. I never knew it happened. Uh, Dusty Rhodes fought Jerry King Lawler, and uh, that was really an interesting oh, yeah. matchup. Great stuff. Yeah, I mean, you know, Dusty's uh, done quite a bit with his career over the years. Um, the in and out of the ring, like we mentioned earlier, I mean, he's just been such a such an intricate part of you know wrestling history. Sure. Um, do, yeah, go do ahead. Any favorite Dusty, do you have any favorite Dusty promos, uh, either Hard Times or something else? Hard Times would have to be right at the top. Matter of fact, I'm glad you mentioned that, Steve. I'm going to play that for you real quick. Uh, so this is the infamous Dusty Rhodes Hard Times promo, one of his best. So uh, here it is, guys. Check it out. Hang on, what's that? Like, line it up for you. Here we go. American Dream, Dusty Rogan. Dusty, your fans welcome you back, man. Look at all. I would like to thank the many, many fans throughout this country that wrote cards and Dusty Rogan, the American Dream, while I was down. Secondly, I want to thank Jim Crockett Promotion for waiting and taking the time because I know how important it was. Starcade 85, it is to the rest of the fans, it is the Jim Crockett promotion. And Dusty Rhodes, the American dream. With that weight, got what I wanted. Ric Flair, the world's heavyweight champion. I don't have to say a lot more about the way I feel about Ric Flair. No respect, no honor. There is no honor among these in the first place. He put Hard times on Dusty Rhodes and his family. You don't know what hard times are, Daddy. Hard times are when the textile workers around this country are out of work. They got four or five kids and can't pay their wages, can't buy their food. Hard times are when the auto workers are out of work and they tell them go home. And hard times are when a man has worked at a job 30 years, 30 years. They give him a watch, kick him in the butt. And say, hey, a computer took your place, daddy. That's hard time. That's hard time. And Rick Flair, you put hard time on this country by taking Dusty Rhodes out. That's hard time. And we all had hard time together. I admit, I don't look like the athlete of the day. Both of them. My bed is just a little big. My hand is just a little big. But, brother, I am bad, and they know I'm bad. And there were two bad people. One was John Wayne, and he's dead, brother. And the other was right here. Major boy Rick Flair. The world's heavyweight title belongs to these people. I'm going to reach out right now. I want you at home to know my hand is touching your hand for this gathering of the biggest body of people in this country, in this universe, all over the world now. Reach it out because the love that was given me 
And this time, I will repay you now because I will be the next world heavyweight champion of this hard time blues. Dusty Rhodes Tour 85 and Rick Flair, Nature Boy. Let me leave you with this. One way to hurt Ric Flair is to take what he cherishes more than anything in the world. That's the world of the way Tyler. I'm going to take it. I've been there twice. This time when I take it, Daddy, I'm going to take it for you. Let's get a part. Don't let me down now because I came back for you. For that man up there that died 10, 12 years ago and never got the opportunity to see the real world chapter. I'm proud of you. Thank God I have you. And I love you. Love you. Classic. Classic. Oh, my God. I get, I still get chills listening to that. <laughs> Amazing. Right. Oh, my gosh. Uh, we're being joined at 843 area code. Uh, welcome to WCW Retro. Hey, Pop Hey, Malcolm. Welcome back, man. Uh, how you been? I'm doing okay. Um, I heard Tuesday you were talking about Dusty Rhodes. I never met the guy, but I had a lot of respect for him. Um, I got to see him wrestle at the Cow Palace uh, in Oakland. Um, a couple of times I got to see him live, but it would have been nice to meet him. Um, that oh, he was amazing, Malcolm. You, you you guys would have hit it off. I I know you would have. Oh yeah. Um, I you know, I remember. I don't exactly remember when it was Papa Stro, but it was just before WrestleMania seven, and Virgil um, was going to challenge Ted DiBiase for the million dollar belt. Roddy Piper was ended up backing him up, but I think it was a Saturday night's main event, and um, Dusty and his son Dustin Rhodes were taking on uh, Ted DiBiase and Virgil. And uh, oh, that's right. After the yeah. match, yeah, Virgil, um, Ted DiBiase talked about Virgil's mother, and Virgil whacked him in the face with a belt. I talked to Roddy Piper about that. I said, Virgil, I said, Rod, Virgil's always been nice to me. He's one of my favorites, you know, so, yeah. So, what do you, That's right. what do you think about, what do you think about Virgil being, given that name, given that Dusty Rhodes' real name is Virgil? Uh, you know, I thought that was pretty, I thought that was pretty interesting at the time. <laughs> I really did. Good one, Steve. Yeah, I, yeah, I thought that was pretty interesting. I mean, they did. They did a lot of crazy things with Dusty in WWE. You know, first they put the polka dots on him and all this, and then they gave his like real name to Virgil. Virgil to Virgil, no, no pun intended. Soul Train Jones. So, it, Soul Train Jones. Yes, Soul Train. Soul Train Jones. Yes, yes. And look what. Well, what the heck. Look what he did to him in uh, w, WCW. They gave him Vince after McMahon. Right, Vincent. And then uh, yeah. BK Wall Street, Brian. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Yes. Hey, yeah, uh, Steve Papastro. <laughs> another one I liked in Dusty Rhodes' career was WrestleMania Six. Him and uh, Sapphire against uh, 
Sherry Martell and um, and the Macho Man Randy Savage. And oh Elizabeth, wow! Yeah, you know, the crowning jewel. I, I thought that was so cool. I mean, that was one of the uh, the, part, the funniest part of that match, guys, was when uh, Jesse Ventura uh, is uh, ver- um, Sapphire's using her hips and bump. She keeps bumping Sherry Martell and and uh, and Monsoon's talking. And, he, and Jesse goes, "Yeah, she sure got the hips to do that, Monsoon." <laughs> 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 I, I, I thought I thought it was cool that years later does, uh, Goldust be doing the same thing in his offense. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, tremendous! Oh man, that Goldust oh, dude. Yeah, you, you know what about those pro, what about those promos? The promos he used to do in WWE, like he was a plumber at one point, and oh yeah, and he does all the promos. Like that lady's wind windshield and get the bugs <laughs> off there. What he does and the pizza yeah. delivery guy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh man, and that one, and that one bit after I think it was the plumber one after he finished up, he said, "Just remember." Doo-doo is good for me, and doo-doo is good for you. <laughs> oh, he man. Probably, I remember SummerSlam 89, he took on the Hockey Talk Man, and Jimmy Hart was going to whack uh, uh, Dusty. Oh, my God. Uh, he had him hold of him, and he ended up whacking Hockey in the head. And then, uh, it was it Sean Mooney's out there talking to him after the match is over. He goes, somebody, Silla, somebody help me find the stage. Or something. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Uh, tremendous. Good stuff, Brian. I wish you would have known more, Dusty. Man, you really would have loved Dusty Rhodes, man. He, yeah, uh, he, he was amazing. Yeah, I, I, I remember Dusty more in uh, WCW and uh, WWF. Uh, you know, I remember looking out there at Boca Dogs and. And Sapphire, and then I remember him and I remember him and WCW having the uh, bunkhouse bunk uh, matches with uh, Harry Funk and and him and uh, oh yeah, remember that Bull of the Woods, Bull of the Woods, yeah. Bull of the Woods, I remember him and Dustin teaming up and taking on uh, Rick Flair and Jeff Jarrett. It was a uh, Kiss my butt, match. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. That, that was one of the latter last uh, nitros they had, didn't, weren't it? The yeah. last or pay per views. One yeah. of them. Yeah. It was. And he ate, he ate like two hundred burritos before the match. <laughs> yeah, uh, oh, oh man, that was crazy. I remember a lot of you know a lot of the uh, interviews and stuff he did, but I mean like back in the back in the eighties though I had to. Basically, watch a lot of the, you know, I basically seen a lot of the videos and stuff. You know, when he wrestled Terry Blanchard, and then I know he was in the uh, Jim Crockett uh, Cup with the Kitty Cola off, and you know they, they yeah, uh, the superpowers. Then he teamed up with Sting, and, and uh, that was, you know, it was a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of me- you know memories of Dusty Rhodes and. Yeah, he was a great, great uh, athlete. He was great on the mic. And, you know, one thing about Dusty is uh, he could 
he can make anybody look good. And uh, it's just like uh, Mark Merrow told me when I interviewed him. He said, you know, if it wasn't for Dusty, it wouldn't have been no Johnny B. Bad because he said, he, he told me one day, he said, he said, listen here, Mark. And he said, what is it? He said, you're going to look like that singer. You're going to look like Miller Richard. And he said, Little Richard? He said, yeah, you're going to get a gimmick like Little Richard. He said, you look like him, you got the looks, and instead of Johnny B. Good, we're going to call you Johnny B. Bad. And uh, and Mark, Mark was just over the hill with it. He, he said he loved it. And, uh, you know, if it wasn't for Dusty. Oh, yeah, that was Dusty's idea. Johnny B. Bad. Yeah, that was that was Dusty's brainchild, man. Yeah. Um, I, I, I love the bit when Teddy Long would hold the gloves, and uh, yeah. Johnny Bad would like spar with the gloves and knock one of them off of Teddy Long's hand. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah, Papa's true. My favorite moment. I told Sting this uh, of Dusty's career was Starcade Starcade '88. Him and uh, Sting took on. Uh, the Road Warriors, Animal and Hawk. Oh, yeah. Right, eye for right an eye. Remember that man. when they tried to take out Dusty's eye beforehand? The Road Warriors? Oh, oh yeah. I remember right, that. Yeah. Know, right in the middle of the match, uh, Dusty, I think it was Road Warrior Hawk was pounding on on Dusty. And Dusty, out of nowhere, did a standing drop kick. And Kim Ross goes, mark that one in your calendar. You won't see that very often. I, I love that. <sighs> That's what I was telling you earlier on the podcast. When Dusty wants to, he can go, man. I, you know, that's how he won the title from uh, Harley Race was the crossbody off the top rope. Dusty now doing the crossbody off the top ropes. Pretty amazing. Wow. Yeah, those are really good, too. You have oh, yeah. more knowledge than me. Did Dusty Rhodes ever have a match against Hulk Hogan? I'm just wondering because those guys were Yes, really... he did. He sure did. He did. This, I think this, I wish this I was back when Hulk Hogan was healed, though, I think. I think yeah, this is back when the Yeah. Yeah. Well, they even had matches in Japan. Mm-hmm. Oh, did they? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't know they did. Yeah, I just, just found it. Uh, it's on it's Facebook. On uh, it's on Facebook. Uh, it's on Facebook, but I might find a, I might find a YouTube link. Okay. All right. Um, I saw a um, Harley Race match with Dusty in Japan, all Japan. That was pretty neat. Uh, Harley was handsome Harley at that time, and one with the headbutt. It was pretty neat. Was, I think it was for the end of their title. Yeah, they, they had a great feud, Dusty and Harley did. Yeah, Dusty Many was a great matches. commentator. He was a great commentator, too. He was That's actually... That's why we were, just talking, we were just talking about that earlier. Yeah, Dusty was great in the mic, man. He, he was part of when uh, Hogan... Became the third man at Bash the Beach, ninety six. Yeah, that's right. And, and, that's uh, right. And and, yes. and, he, and he said something like, "You in trouble now, boys?" Or something. Holly Nash. They're in the ring. And they're beating on the Macho Man, and and they find out he's the third man. He goes, "You just sold your soul to the devil, son," or something like that. That was that was pretty <laughs> funny. Yeah, man. And, then I, and oh, then I remember. What a night. I remember Tony Tony Schiavone saying. You son of a blank, you know. He was mad. Oh, yeah. He, oh, Tony he went off, mad. man. Yeah. He sure did. He went off. And then and Bobby Hayes said, whose side is he on? He said, what do you mean? Whose side is he on, Bobby? But Bob, Bobby had it right the whole time. 
He had yeah, right he did. He, 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 you know, he, he never yeah. trusted Hogan in WWF or WCW. You know, he, he never trusted Hogan. Yeah. And, <laughs> and yeah. Go figure, man. Bobby, Bobby was psychic. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. to be honest, Bobby didn't think much of Dusty Rhodes either. He used to make nasty comments when they were on the microphone, if I remember. I, me- I remember the WCW Saturday Night thing where Dusty came out, but Tony introduced <laughs> Dusty to commentary, and uh, Bobby Heenan cut a big promo on him and says, I'm out of here. <laughs> he left. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, good times. Now, now Dusty was like Ricky Steamboat, wasn't he? he never was a heel, was it? Yes, he was. Oh, oh he was. He was. Oh, I didn't, I didn't know that. Yeah, Texas Outlaws, man, and he turned heel with NWO. Remember that? Yeah, oh yeah, right. I do remember NWO. Right. Yeah, when he turned heel, yeah, Joe and Remember that. But he, I mean, whichever side of fancy was on, he was still amazing. Dusty was, oh my God, just amazing. And Papa Stroke, wasn't it true? Dusty was responsible for the bunkhouse stampede they had every January. I mean, oh God, which yeah. I really we were talking about it earlier. He he was just as creative in the ring as he was behind the scenes. He, it was because of him you see a lot of your good matches today, like the like the War Games. And like you said, yeah. the Funkhouse Stampede and the Great American Bash concept. That was all him, man. Yeah. And plus many more that we haven't even talked about. <laughs> now, That's you know, I, you know, the, the, the uh, philosophy of the Bunkhouse Bunk Stampede match uh, when they had the Barbarian in there and Toad Blanchard and Warlord and uh, it was back in NWA. I never could figure out why they – I mean, because it, it just didn't seem realistic to me why they went all – you know, why they had to throw the – I mean, because, you know, usually if you're going to escape the cage, you're going to win. But, it, it, you know, the object of this match was to throw each person over the top of the cage, you know, and I was a little bit kind of thrown by that philosophy of that match. Yeah, it, it it was it is different. <laughs> yeah, it it was. And uh, you know, uh, Steve pointed out that uh, earlier you know, Dusty was a big Bob Dylan fan. I didn't know uh, that. As well, I didn't know. he was also as well as well as you know he was he him and Willie Nelson were pretty tight too. Yeah. I didn't know that either. Wow. Yeah, Papa Stroke, Kenny Stabler was a big Willie Nelson fan. That was his favorite singer, too. Mm-hmm. Oakland Raider quarterback. But, you know, it was so cool. Uh, matter of fact, uh, the video, the audio I played on top of the hour, Dusty Rose talking about the Tink Carrot, the TCB Tour 84, right? There was there was a little bit in there of him singing back up for Willie Nelson in one of his concerts. Like, the I think the song was Whiskey yeah. River, Take My Mind. And that was Dusty yeah. and Willie on stage singing together. Well, I didn't. I'd uh, like to see that. Yeah, another one I liked, Papa Stro, is when JJ 
challenged. Um, he got uh, they got him banned from uh, the NWA back in the eighties. I think it was eighty eight. Uh, the winner, and uh, he he took on the role of the Midnight Rider. I found out that um, was what's his name. Um, uh, Kevin Sullivan was responsible for the Midnight Rider, somebody told me, which I thought was really cool when I found out. Well, that that was come back to what we were talking about earlier in the podcast about his feud with Sullivan down in Florida. They made so much money down there. I mean, they had such a heated rivalry. And, and that, you know, Dusty would even call Kevin Sullivan the devil and all that. And mm-hmm. people actually believed Kevin Sullivan was the devil at one point. It, it was pretty fast. <laughs> oh, yeah, I trust <laughs> His face paint was like that, I remember. Had the horns and everything. Uh, and, definitely and, and the things he would do, like uh, like we mentioned earlier about him throwing ink in Dusty's sister's eyes and then him punching uh, Luna Vachon, create, literally creating her character. Luna Vachon, yeah. Oh, Luna, yeah. And uh, Sullivan did some outlandish things back then during his feud with Dusty down in Florida, man. It, it was pretty hot. and uh, I remember him, Sullivan, telling talking to Eddie Graham about it, the late Eddie Graham and uh and uh and Kev, Kev, Kevin knew he Kevin got the idea of watching Billy Idol on M T V actually. Yeah, Believe Billy it or not. Idol. Was he gonna do a white uh, wedding? <laughs> well Kev knew if he was gonna do it he would have to go all the way with it, right? So he sure did and then some <laughs> That was my favorite by him, Billy Idol in the eighties. White wedding. Yeah. I, I don't know why I just loved that song. But yeah, Dusty um, and Kevin, man, what a great feud they had! Amazing. Go, go ahead, and see. You guys mentioned the Road Warriors uh, earlier, and wasn't that the angle where Dusty got spiked with one of the? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dusty did the eye for an eye promo afterwards. Yeah, yeah. I saw. I, when um when Jericho took one of his uh. Spikes off his jacket and, and uh, gouged Moxley. I just thought back to that Dusty uh, Road Warriors angle. It kind yeah. of reminded me of that. Yep, that 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 was a good homage to the Dusty Road Warriors feud. That was pretty cool. Yeah, Papa showed you they they took out Dusty's eye. Didn't they take out like Sting's leg or something like that? I can't remember. No, they just they just beat up on Sting. Actually, it was during a match oh, okay. at the Varsity Club. I thought they Varsity did like Club the Horsemen did with Where the Red Warriors turned on uh, Sting, they gave him the uh, Doomsday Device. Remember that? Yeah. Afterwards. Yeah. Papa Stro, I can't help it. I've met the guy six or seven times. He's always been nice to me. I just have so much respect. Everybody knows I like Hulk Hogan, but I have so much respect for Sting. He has just been so nice to me. Just like you, Papa Joe, he's done special things for me. You know, so. Oh, Sting's a real nice dude, man. One of the nicest, yeah, yeah. Sting's probably one of the nicest people. One of the nicest people you probably meet in the wrestling business, hands down. Sting's really sure cool. Is. He's like Roddy Roll down to earth, you know. He's that nice. And uh, we mentioned near the top of the program how nice Dusty Rhodes was. I mean Dusty Dusty, I wish Dusty was real cool, man. 
It's, it's not fair, Papa Stroh. These guys die before I get a chance to meet them. I didn't get me Davy Boy Smith and, and uh, the Dynamite Kid. And I met Harry Smith, Davy Boy Smith's uh, son, several times. Oh, yeah, he's and, super cool. I mean, super cool guy. Yeah. yeah. And I just, you know, Brian, Brian Pillman, I met his son, Brian Pillman Jr. And, uh, and you know, even yeah. though I wish I could have met the originals, though, like, uh, there's, I never got to meet Andre the Giant. My dad met him at Tri-City Auto Supply, but I never got to meet Andre, but I would have loved oh, him real, Andre. Oh, real cool Giant. guy. Real cool guy. I found Andre, the, I mentioned, coolest dude, man. I mentioned it earlier, but I thought it was neat that Dustin Rhodes got to work with Baby Boy in Japan in his early career when, before he was Dustin, he was Dusty Rhodes Jr., Pretty oh, right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, even for his gold dust era and all that, Dustin, Dustin traveled the world, and he would get have we had matches, great matches with some of the best. Uh, I enjoyed the matches he had with Vader in WCW. They were really good. Oh yeah, he had some good matches. With Vader. I love Vader. Yeah. Papa Stu, I love Vader. He was always nice to me, and he was. I, I mean, the first time I met him, I was like, I didn't know how to talk to him. He was so big and mean. I was like, mm. yeah, he was. Uh, I wish I could have put, picked his brain because he had some uh, infamous matches with his band, with Inoki and Asawa and others. Yeah, the first mm-hmm. time we saw him was the Great American Bash 90. He had that big headdress that the steam came out of it. That was really cool, I thought. Right. They took down the Z-Man, Tom Zink. They had to put him with Harley Race just to control him. Yeah. <laughs> But you know what? The dynamic that him and Harley had was just amazing. Harley Vader. It was really cool. Yeah, Papa Stroh, what's your all-time favorite match at Dusty Rhodes? I mean, not a tag, but like a singles match against Blair or Lex Luger? Oh, my God. I'd be here all night, man, honestly. He had so many great matches. Uh, The matches him and Harley Race and Ric Flair and – him and Barry Windham had some good matches when Barry turned to yeah, heal Barry, the horseman. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so, so many classics. Kevin Sullivan, Tully Blanchard, uh, Arn Anderson. Uh, gosh, man. D- Dusty was with the very best of his time, hands down. Um, he wrestled superstar Billy Graham at one time. It was, it was, oh, yeah. Superstar. I, I, I love superstar. Yeah. So, I mean. It's like the and you mentioned Macho Man. I mean, he's been to the very best. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was. I thought it was neat. It might not be one of his best matches, but I did see him in a match with uh, Hiro Matsuda on YouTube. I was like, wow, yeah, that's right, Hiro Matsuda, right? And uh, Hiro like trained a bunch of guys. That'd be oh God, Paul yeah. Fame. Talent, yeah. Yeah, he yeah he trained Hulk Hogan. He sure did. He wrote it. Yeah. You, you hear a story about Hero and Hogan, right? When Hogan the, first broke uh, in. Injury, yeah. Yeah, with the leg. Hogan, Hogan was too cocky and ended up breaking his leg, and uh, and then Hogan, as soon as he healed of his hurt leg, he went back. The training with Hero, and he was a much humbler <laughs> guy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He trained Lex Luger too. I Hero didn't know that. Oh yeah. Oh. 
I wish I, I had uh, Lex and Ron about him because Ron was trained by him too. Ron, Ron, Ron yeah. Simmons, yep. Sure was. Yeah, that year in that suit up, Papa Strip. I remember January, or was it February 88? It was on Saturday, uh, Saturday, I think it was morning, and uh, uh, Rick Flair uh, and Barry Windham, they were managed by Hiram Matsuda. Arnett Tully had left to go up north, and they, they challenged hot step Eddie Gilbert, and out of nowhere, he brought in Ricky Steamboat, and that was a damn good match, you know, Hiram Matsuda, you know, in charge of Rick Flair and Barry Windham, you know, that was it. You know, here on that suit, in my opinion, was involved in a Matt Classic that, that day. It wasn't even a, like in a pay-per-view or anything like that. It was just a Saturday a challenge, you know, that thing. Well, Matt Suda was like one of the top hookers of his era, you know, with uh, the LaBelles, the Gotchas, the Hodges, um, the Hearts, Stu Hart. I mean, he was one of the yeah. few elite hookers of his time. So yeah, he was he was badass. <laughs> you met who was. Um, one of my uh, favorite Dusty promos. I'm not sure if I thought of the match for it, but it was him uh, on Great Kabuki and Gary Hart, and he's like, Kabuki, are you an assassin or an errand boy? I think you're an errand boy, my man. <laughs> yes. Oh my God. Oh, the back, the He's back and the, forth the, between. The uh, yes. The back and forth between Gary and Dusty. Oh my God. The promo department. Oh jeez. Oh, another good Amazing. one. Amazing. Remember when he brought in the gorilla? He had the gorilla in the kitchen. He's <laughs> up <laughs> and Oh, he cut the promo on the gorilla. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Classic. That's awesome. I remember the time he was doing commentary uh for uh the match with um Regal and Finley. It was like one of the first confrontations there in the pay per view. Uncensored yeah, it was WCW Uncensored, I think. It was like the but uh it it was like the most fizz it was like well, my favorite match with Regal until it was like it was the most physical. It was very physical, right? And uh, that part where uh, I think it was Finley, right? He just straight up punched Regal in the face. Wow! <laughs> he's like, he's like, he fisted him in the face. Did you see that, Tony? He fisted him. Like <laughs> I lost it, dude. Oh my god, I had tears in my eyes. Classic. What a match that was, too. Finley and Regal, man. Whew. Their matches. I used to love watching their matches. They had some good stuff in, uh, in WWE as well later on. So, glad oh, yeah. I got to I've never kindle it. Oh, yes. I, I've never seen those guys actually in a bad match at all. I mean, it, goes, it was so... It's like watching two Jedi Masters of the Mad go at it. I mean... Yeah. No. Amazing. Um, what do you think about Regal's son getting signed to uh, NXT? I haven't watched him work yet, but I think he's already done the matches for the UK brand. I'm I'm excited to see what he can do. I mean, 
if he's anything like chip, chip off the old block, oh my god. Because uh, right. I mean, his, his dad is awesome. <laughs> I love. So, I've always loved Regal, man. He's amazing. It's interesting that Finley Jr. is still in the David Finley still in New Japan. Like, I imagine mm-hmm. like what if uh, they're in the same promotion together, either New Japan or NXT, and they have a rivalry at some point. Oh god, yeah. Even them are teaming up. Can you imagine? Wow, right. be amazing, be amazing. Cause, uh, it's good to see the second generation, sure is, you know, is, carry on. Yeah, Finley's still there, I think, behind the scenes, probably working with the women still. Yeah, oh, he's he's done wonders for the women's division. Finley has. I know a lot of the, the lady wrestlers really look up to him for, you know, his knowledge and everything. He helps out. Papastro, was Dusty ever in a mixed tag, not the WWF, but in a mixed tag team match like back in the 80s, like Ric Flair had Dark Journey one time? I mean, did he have like Misty Blue some, or, or a baby doll? I seem to recall like he was. He was. I just forget who he was teaming with at the time, but I, I seem to recall he was in a mixed tag match at one point, but I can't think of who his partners were. You know what I mean? But I, I think it yeah. could have been Lady Dallas or Linda Dallas, rather. Dallas, Misty Blue. I think he did. I, I think he did some stuff with Baby Doll too, if I think I'm not mistaken. Yeah, Baby Doll. She was right. part of the, when he was with um, Nikita Koloff, and wasn't she also with him when he was with uh, Magnum TA? That's right. He did. He did actually because yeah. it was uh, him. I guess this is back when he was few with Cornette. It was. Uh, <laughs> Uh, he teamed with Baby Doll against Jim Cornette and I think Bobby Eaton and Midnight Express or somebody like that. Uh, I, I love the Midnight Express. Uh, yeah, classic, man. Good stuff. Another Guys, this has been moment. amazing. What's up, buddy? Go ahead. Uh, another classic moment I, that I remember very well about, da- about Dusty Rhodes Remember that time he dressed up like a woman? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's good, man. Uh, oh, classic. Oh, my God. Between him and Ronnie Garvin is Miss Atlanta Lively. Oh, my God. Ronnie Garvin. Yeah, yeah that's another one. Papa remember Great American Bash 88, and he was about to put Barry Windham away, and Ronnie Garvin came in there. Gary Hart was uh, in charge of him. He comes in and he hits uh, Dusty in the head with the hands of stone. And I, I remember that. Great, great, great American bash. Yeah, sure enough. Yeah. We were just talking yeah. about that earlier. Sorry, Brian. I had trouble with my phone. So. Good, good stuff, man. Guys, this has been classic tonight. This is Dusty Roseland has been tremendous. We'll have to do it again sometime. It's been a lot of fun. Um, do you guys have anything you'd like to plug? Uh, feel free to yeah, uh, plug I- away. Could I plug something? It's to my brother, Papa Stroke, if it's okay. Um, he's yeah, got sure. a show like. in the room Tuesday night, and I know he's into his religion, but he's never met Alexa Bliss, or Alexi Kaufman is, I think, her real name. I haven't met her. Um, he doesn't know her. And why is he getting wound up over a character 
uh, like Bray Wyatt's character, like a devil worshiper or something like that. You know, I mean, you shouldn't get involved in something like I, I mind my own business. You know, when, when I meet a wrestler, it's not about the things that they do. It's the matches they give me. If there's some characters I don't like, I just ignore them. Like, there's some characters. I guess some like Kevin I really want. Yeah, I just, <laughs> yeah. I just think it's wrong to. <laughs> and Kevin's just a guy you know, from Boston that likes to fish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but Mike is, Mike is 60, and Alexa Bliss must be almost 30. Maybe she's, you know, she's young enough to be his daughter. I don't know why he's getting hung up about it. Why he, you know, he should find somebody, you know, more his age. My, in my opinion, the lady, the lady wrestlers I have respect for the Glow Girls, Hollywood, you know, and uh, and Lightning, and, you know, the CAG, they're about my age too. So, you know, just it's just that, my that's, opinion. Yeah, you know, you know what? You're better than Doctor Phil, Malcolm. You're amazing. Maybe hopefully he'll listen to you. Hopefully he'll listen to you. Hopefully he'll listen. Oh, very well said. Very well said. I don't. I don't have a plug, but I do on Dimension. Uh, I was reading earlier. Uh, both of Ric Flair and Billy Graham's favorite opponents were Dusty Rhodes. So that was pretty. Uh, pretty neat. Oh yeah. Oh, that's tremendous. Gosh, I, uh, I, you know, I could work, I could, I get in the ring and work with Dusty Rhodes for a hundred years. <laughs> He's like the dream opponent. He really is. And uh, I, I don't have a, I don't have a plug, but uh, I did want to, you know, I did want to ask prayer. Uh, this past last Saturday, um, which I mentioned on uh, Amazing Velvet. Uh, show Sunday. Last Saturday, a uh, friend I graduated with passed away, and uh, don't really know what happened, but she was, you know, she was real religious, and uh, I hadn't talked to her since high school, but uh, just pray for that family, and also found out yesterday that uh, a friend of mine, he was only 42 years old, that had known me my whole life and my family. Uh, his mom went to check on him, and uh, Found him sitting in a chair with the guitar in his hand, and uh, they don't know what happened to him, but they're gonna, you know, check it out and stuff, and uh, just keep that family in your prayers, and also keep us in your prayers. We're on the uh, waiting list to get a vaccine, and hopefully we can get get one of those uh, vaccines soon. You know. You feeling sick, Brian? No, I'm talking about the COVID vaccine. I'm, that's what I'm saying. Are you feeling sick? Do you feel like you have symptoms? No, no. The vaccine is to prevent people from getting sick. Well, all I know is when I'm at the VA and they tell me to take a flu shot, I always end up getting it. So, like, you know, I'm in no hurry to get no. a vaccine for anything. So, sorry, Papa Scott, I had to get that in. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Definitely, definitely. Well, it's been it's 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 been great, guys. This has been awesome. We'll have to do this Dusty Rose discussion again sometime. I really enjoyed it with y'all. Yeah, I'm sorry you guys got make the show. That's all right. You guys make the show. 
I mean, I'm blessed to have you. And uh, be sure to catch the archives of tonight's show for you listeners that are listening um, for WCB Retro. Look, go to VFC Nation and look for WCB Retro and Dusty Rose discussion on on there to check it out. But uh, you guys, be good to yourselves, each other. Have a great rest of the week and weekend, and we'll see you guys next Thursday. And we're going to uh, close out with the song that I I played earlier in the top of the hour for the Dusty Rose promo, uh, Strut by Bob Seger. So be guys enjoy right. uh, woman, woman, Woman's old entrance. Remember that? Woman, Nancy? Yeah. 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 Wait, here we go. Hope you enjoy. <laughs> Have a good night. You too.